Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Studio Day Hefrey. That's me. I'm Jeff Kavanaugh. Uh, we got Stephen Jones quotes and things from the Combine, what they're saying about guys like Tony Pollard, Tyron Smith, Zeke Elliott, Dak, what it means, what they might do, who's getting franchise tagged, what do their quotes mean for draft, all sorts of good stuff coming to you, brought to, my, brought to you by my friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, you get a 50% sign-up bonus. They got every sport, whatever you want to get out there and get down on, whether it's MMA, baseball, basketball, I guess football's dead, which makes me sad. Um, but all the sports are covered by my friends at BetOnline. So you just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at BetOnline.ag. Okay, got it? Good. Okay. Let's see. I got some questions from the people, which you can always send me on Twitter at Time for Jeffrey. Anywhere else you can send that. I mean, just me on Facebook, Jeff Cavanaugh. You just hit the follow. Stephen Jones talking about Tony Pollard. Thanks to Todd Archer for these quotes. Appreciate you, buddy. I wish I was there at the Combine to sit on the bus and make everybody watch me drink Miller Lights like I did a couple of years in a row on Jerry's bus. Steven Jones on the franchise tag. More than likely, we'll use our tag. Not necessarily on Tony, but we'll use our tag. There really isn't another franchise tag option, so I would anticipate it's going to be Tony Pollard. Now, here's the good thing. Cowboys appear to be getting a little bit smarter at at least one thing. Zeke Elliott, they... They shouldn't have picked him in the top five because he plays running back, uh, but they did, and that's over. They definitely shouldn't have paid him when he forced their hand by hanging out in Mexico, but they did because the Cowboys aren't always the brightest when it comes to contract stuff. Get ready for that with CeeDee Lamb and Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. Get ready for them to lose a negotiation and pay them absolute top of the market because they string it along and try not to get a deal done. Anyway, uh, here's how I think this is going to play out. I think Tony Pollard's getting franchise tagged. They also said they expect Pollard and Terrence Steele to be ready for camp. That would be great if Terrence Steele was ready for camp. I wouldn't have expected him to be ready for week one. Uh, but talking about running backs, let me get the exact quote from Stephen again. Let me see. Let me see. Sorry. Prepare yourself for what you're going to be doing here, Jeff. You stupid head. Be nice to yourself, Jeff. Uh, here we go. He was talking about if they could be looking for a running back early in the draft. Steven Jones. I think it depends on what part of the first round. If you're up there in the top 10, it's hard to take him there. Oh, yeah? How about the top five? You Definitely, if you're taking a player in the top half, you're hoping to get a guy that's going to be here for 10 years, and it's tough for running backs to last 10 years. There's not many Emmett Smiths or guys that play that long. Okay, that does not rule out taking a running back at number 26. As he said, that's the top half of the round. When you get to the bottom half of the round – you start playing the game of, all right, do we want the eighth best defensive end in this draft? Do we want the sixth best corner in this draft? Do we want, pick another position, the fifth best offensive tackle? Or are we comfortable taking what we think is one of the three best players in the draft, but he's a running back? So like that'll be the B. John Robinson debate is just a matter of how soon is too soon now. The world knows top five is too soon. I think top 10 is too soon. Top 15, probably too soon. But once you get past the top tier of corners, receivers, offensive tackles, quarterbacks, obviously, pass rushers, when's it okay? That's what we got to figure out. When's it okay? And I lean away from, I think B. John Robinson's the best running back prospect I've ever watched. 
And if they took him at 26, I would probably have a guy that'd be like, oh, you know, they probably could have gotten a starting left guard here. But I'd be happy to have Bijan on the team. So I wouldn't go crazy against that pick. It's not the one I would make. But when you're talking about 26, a guy that, if he was in Zeke's draft, would have been picked before Zeke, uh, at least according to me. Yeah, 26 is about right for a guy that you think is going to be an absolutely incredible running back. Uh, so that's that. They're going to use their, I think they're going to use their tag on Tony Pollard because they know that running backs don't last 10 years anymore. But how about a running back lasting five years that doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires from the first four? That works. Tony Pollard, 10 million for one year and then free and clear. That makes a lot more sense than Tony Pollard, four years for $48 million. And then thinking, all right, how good is he going to be in year seven and year eight? I think you're going to tag Pollard, Zeke will be released, and they'll find another guy somewhere. And you know what? If they wanted to go full big boy and not tag Pollard and release Zeke, people might not know this. It'd be okay. You'd be fine. You'd find guys to play running back. You'd sign a cheap veteran, and you would draft a guy, and you would be just fine at running back. But I do want to to have good players at every position. So... I love Tony Pollard. He's a monster. Assuming that he's going to be perfectly healthy and ready to rock, I don't mind paying him $10 million for one year. And then we'll figure it out. Got it? Get it? Got it? Good. Woo. Uh, Stephen Jones said he expects Tyron Smith back in 2023. Right now, Tyron is set to make $13.6 million. Stephen said, I mean, we always do reworks and things of that nature. That could come up with him. We have the ability to do that. and But right now, we're comfortable where we are. If they were going to do that, I believe with Tyron... It wouldn't be a restructure. It would be a straight pay cut. I've got the guys they can restructure in front of me, and that's Gallup, Zeke, Martin, Lawrence, Dak. And maybe it's a possibility, but based on the things I'm looking at, I don't see that as a possibility with Tyron. So that would be a straight-up pay cut. And then you'd have to figure out where to play him. Because if they think Tyler Smith is the left tackle, there ain't no reason not to do it right now. Only problem is, if you think Tyler Smith is your left tackle, you need a left guard right now. Because who is it? Connor McGovern's a free agent. Uh, Jason Peters, free agent. Nobody on the roster is fit to start there. So you need a starting left guard. Which will bring us to I'll give you three names for the draft if it were first if it's at the end of the first or maybe in the second. Osiris Torrance, Florida, offensive lineman. I would take him at twenty six, no problem there. I think that's probably your best guard in this class, unless you're going to consider Skoronsky, the Northwestern offensive tackle a guard, which he shouldn't. He's a tackle, but he could play guard. Uh, Steve Avila, guard at TCU. I don't love that at 26, but if he made it to your second-round pick. And then yesterday I watched this guy, Joe Tipman, who's a center at Wisconsin. But I play him at guard. I liked him a lot. So there's a name for the second round. So I got some names, but they better sign somebody in free agency before the draft, because when you go into a draft butt-naked, in other words, you have a position that you don't have a guy who can play it. If you go in butt naked, you're setting yourself up to make need picks. And we don't want to be making need picks. We want to make picks for the best players. Um. Okay, so that is Tyron. Yeah, so Tyron, if he is back and if he's on a pay cut, is he playing left guard? Steele's playing right tackle. Tyler Smith has bounced around. I would think they would want him to be at his home at left tackle if that's going to be his permanent place, which they believe it is. And so, I guess, Tyron, you're going to come in and play some left guard? Or you're going to be a swing player? 
I don't know. What do I get if I cut him? Eight million. I saved nine and a half million bucks. That's a cut candidate. He's gonna, yep, he's going to be a pay cut or cut guy. That's what's going to happen to Tyron. We're going to have to find a left guard. Uh, okay, questions from people. This is from Stevie on the tweeter. Are the Cowboys willing to draft a tiny wide receiver slash running back? Because that's like most of the dudes at those positions. Uh, it's a fair point. Mike McCarthy outside of Randall Cobb. You're looking at mostly he had full-size receivers. So, um, that's why I wouldn't totally count out tight end in the first round. Because... I think there are at least three. I'm sorry, I don't have Oregon State all 22, so I haven't watched the Oregon State guy yet. But there are at least three tight ends that are deserving of being picked in the top 26, which is crazy because they play tight end. But Michael Mayer, the Notre Dame guys, super well-rounded, really good player. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, the Utah guy, might be the one the Cowboys wouldn't take because he's more 240 pounds and just a route-running, ball-snatching fool. And they probably want a guy that can run into people more. Which is what takes me to my guy at Georgia, Washington. Oh, man. You take him at 26. If the Cowboys want to be able to run the ball and block better, get you a 280-pound tight end that's basically a sixth offensive lineman and is also a freak when you get the ball in his hands. Because whoever you draft there, if he plays tight end, probably ain't going to have big stats as a rookie. But what if I can promise you he's going to be an incredible blocker while he develops as his receiver? Maybe. Because, yeah, a lot of these receivers, I don't know if the Cowboys would be interested at 26. Zay Flowers, Boston College, little guy. Uh, He's a monster. I love him. They would probably rather have Quentin Johnston, TCU. He may probably won't make it to 26, but we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't roll out tight end just because a lot of these receivers are small. But maybe if Jackson Smith and Jigba made it to 26, maybe, yeah, because a lot of the guys I like, Addison, I wouldn't think would make it, but who knows? But he's not a big guy. Flowers is little. Hyatt's not big. Downs is little slot guy. Scott at Cincinnati, he's almost full size. Jaden Reed, Michigan State, that's my guy in the third round. Or Tillman at Tennessee, there's just some full size guys. Uh, Which running backs would you target in the later rounds to compliment Tony Pollard for one year and then take over? I'll pick a name. Uh, I've watched, outside of Bijan, I watched the Texas A&M guy. He's only like 185 pounds. Cowboys might not like that. Uh, But holy crap, he's going to bust a bunch of big runs. He's a speedster, dynamic, going to make big plays. Don't know what he has as a receiver because they did not use him that way. He just caught dump-offs. And he's a terrible pass protector. But I'm the guy who says I don't care. Just put him in the route. Um, so I need to watch the combine and see him as a mover and a route runner and a guy who catches the ball. Uh, the UCLA guy, Charbonnet, he's good at everything. He's full-size dude. That would be a Cowboys kind of guy. And Tajay Spears at Tulane, those are the guys I've watched, and they'd all be fine. They would all be fine, which also covers Carson's question, which is thoughts on the A&M and the UCLA running backs. The Butcher Bill. Would a second or two get it done for Jalen Ramsey? Is he better than the second-round corners this year? I think I'd rather keep the picks. Something weird is happening with Jalen Ramsey because I was saying I would love to have Jalen Ramsey and trade for him, and people on the internet were like, not after last year. Jalen Ramsey was freaking awesome last year. 
I don't know if maybe somebody somewhere was doing the thing where they pretend they're putting up how many yards somebody gave up or something, and at some outlet they've attributed a bunch to Ramsey like people did to Diggs. I don't know. Uh, Jalen Ramsey was incredible last year. If anybody tells you that he wasn't, they were not watching him play football. Jalen Ramsey was great. Jalen Ramsey would be your best corner tomorrow, easily. And Diggs is really good. Jalen Ramsey is a freaking stud. Don't let anybody tell you he was not awesome last year. They'd be wrong. Um, what would it take to get it done? Tough part is, most guys, when it's somebody that a team is going to trade, his contract would be super affordable for the next three years, less than $20 million a pop, which means he would probably be going to a new team like, new contract, baby. But if he was willing to play those three years out at the numbers on him right now, I would trade number 26. Yeah, for him to play at like 17 and 18 and 19 million to have one of the three best corners in football for under market value, I would do that. I bet he wants a new deal. So I would give up considerably less. Please tell me the team, this is from Luca, is smart enough to walk away from Zeke? I think so. Tyron, maybe, and Vanderesh. Vanderesh is just going to come down to if he has a market. Cowboys will bring back Vanderesh if he's cheap. If he's not cheap, then they'll let him walk. Uh, they like him. They'd love to have him, but they ain't going to pay a bunch for him. So that's what the Van Der Esch one is going to come down to. You can leave questions in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavan on this video for the next one. Just want to make sure I got something up this week. It's been crazy. Things have been crazy. There's been a lot going on. But thank you guys for checking this out. Presented to you by Bet Online and my friends at Underdog Fantasy. You like to put the best ball and stuff. Use the promo code Jeff C for your sign up bonus there. Um, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.